Today on the show, we talk about the future of the workforce and the company that's revolutionizing the way they get paid. How's it going, everybody? Jason Croft here, the credibility craftsman. And today on the show, I've got Craig Lewis with his company, GigWage. He is changing the way companies like mine you know, pay our employees, taking a very, honestly, a simple concept and revolutionizing how we kind of run our businesses. So it's so common right now for folks to, to pay contractors and, you know, we're all living on this, this 1099 way of, of doing things so much that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot to keep up with though. And his company simplifies that process so much, um, makes it so easy. And I think he's got a phenomenal product on his hands. So, um, I'm excited to share his story with you, what's led up to that and what he's doing with that company and, you know, doing it right here in Dallas, which is just fantastic. So let's jump in with Craig Lewis. Thanks for having me, man. Man, this is so exciting. Missed, uh, I missed the opportunity to uh, have this gentleman on the show way back when I had Startup Dallas, had series going on there, cut that short. So I'm I'm so excited. Yeah. Reconnected over Startup Week this past week. Yeah, which um, was a great event, by the way. So, so much fun. That was, that was a busy, I, I was really, I was excited I got to jump in for all five days and, yeah. and see so many people. That was, that was a blast. Yeah, that was my goal. I wanted to do at least one thing every day. Yeah. Right, so. Just cool. Great event. Highly recommend. DSW 19, folks. On and pop. So, Craig Lewis, everywhere is Craig J. Lewis. Indeed. Wasn't sure, like, are you, like, legally bound? Yeah, right. <laughs> to, like, if, if someone talks to you, Don't infringe upon my, my name, right? No, it's funny. A funny story behind that. So, Craig Lewis is obviously a very common name. And um, I actually started um, kind of in the, in the payments and payroll space 11 years ago. And I was applying for this sales job at ADP, Automatic mm -hmm. Data Processing. And uh, they ran my background. And they ran it under Craig Lewis, data mm -hmm. profile and stuff. A lot of convicted felons are named <laughs> Craig Lewis. <laughs> You're a good so, company. Yeah. So I thought I, I thought I'd rebrand myself <laughs> uh, and uh, not give myself any troubles with back then jobs or now, you know, investors, or, you know, oh, yeah. clients. And so the Craig J. Lewis is not as uh, intentional as people think it is <laughs> from a branding perspective, but it's worked well. So I like it. I like it. So so what? What was that first? Because I know that you've been in that space now with gig wage. Yeah, um, you've been in that that world and payroll yeah, and all wow. of that. Um, I, I definitely want to dig into to what that's all about. I'm really excited about that offering um, for somebody who probably needs it. You do, you know, <laughs> for one thing. But but what was what was the first foray in terms of entrepreneurship and leaving? I need yeah. to find a job behind and yeah 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 yeah. So there was like this kind of in a minute, like it a little little whatever the word is. Yeah. this middle spot here. <laughs> Uh, where I went, I kind of knew I wanted to start a business, um, but there were still some things I needed to learn. And so I started the first kind of thing was uh, basically a subsidiary for a credit card processing company. And they gave me about a half a million dollar budget and said, hey, can you go build a payroll company for us? Interesting. Uh, and I, I still had a salary and kind of I was able to work with that budget. But mm -hmm. that was my first time building a a, a successful company from scratch. I and what was that? Uh, it was called, well, it's called SimPay now, but at the time it was called Alpha Payroll Services. Okay. And it was a subsidiary of Alpha Card Services out of Philadelphia. Gotcha. And so, uh, yeah, that was kind of my first 
jump into building something from like my head to a, the team of 10 and tens of millions of dollars in payroll and that kind of thing, right? Technology oh, wow, and yeah. the whole nine. But we were licensing technology. And so I knew that if I were gonna, was going to do something special, I needed to understand how to build technology. What, so, what, why, though? Why well, do you think that? Well, Steve Jobs has this great quote about owning his technology, the full stack of his technology from top mm-hmm. to bottom. And, you know, Apple's always kind of been known as this closed system. But right. there's something to be said about the ability to control the technology and then that controls operations and marketing. And so you just have more control, right? And, and so not be beholden to, to some other else. company you license technology from. And so... I didn't really know how to do that, although I understood tech. Uh, and so I joined uh, a startup as the, like, I was, I guess, employee two or three or something. I was a chief strategy officer for a company called Kairos. Okay. And, and uh, Brian Brookin, who founded Kairos, was, had just left Apple and was going through this accelerator for African-American owned technology companies in San Francisco. And uh, the founder of New Me Accelerator introduced me and Brian, and that's kind of how you know, I jumped on that bandwagon. Yeah, and great we, timing. And then, yeah, we, yeah, so I learned how to build product and build a team. And we went up and down Sand Hill Road and, you know, pitched to all the major VCs, raise money, angel money, you know, just all legal jargon. I learned the yeah. whole kind of venture and tech space at, at Kairos. And that's that was my first, like, no money, no check, grind it out type yeah. thing. And uh, that's where I cut my startup so, team. Oh, wow. So, I mean, talk about a uh, such a valuable, like, intensive that's how you learn it yeah i mean we ran out of money we furloughed we had i mean we had to make all the hard decisions you know what does that mean furloughed so so like literally like there's a legal term for uh, basically not paying any of your staff and letting them go without pay for a month uh and uh you can only like technically do that like once within a any given time frame. It's a, it's a sad day. <laughs> oh, I but we went through that and bounced back and then raised a $1.3 million round. And so, I, I mean, I, I had all of that experience and uh, that was the last thing I did before uh, starting this company. Yeah. So, so it was just kind of this phase, right? I learned how to sell technology. Uh, then I learned how to kind of build and manage a company. And then I learned how to build a product and build team around that and raise money. And then I said, let me bring all that together. And that's kind of the entity gig wage we have today. Oh, yeah. So so tell me, first tell me what gig wage is. Yeah. So gig wage is, exists to power the future of work. And what do we mean by that? We power payments and compliance around 1099 independent contractors. Mm-hmm. So you Uber drivers are contractors, Lyft, right. Airbnb host. But 28 million small businesses exist. And we all use contractors, right, and vendors that we have to pay, manage, and support. And there was no good system that existed to do that. And so we launched Gig Wage um, as a pivot to another company we had kind of started to solve that problem that we had identified in the market. Wow. And how does it how does it do that? So what's what's the so, differentiator there? Yeah, so a small business can quickly sign up, quickly link their bank account, and mm-hmm. quickly pay a contractor and then track and be in compliance with that at year end. So we've taken gotcha. payroll and made it much more like a PayPal or a Venmo type of ease and oh, user yeah. experience, uh, but added the compliance layer around that too, and it's all technology driven. So is this a, so like a monthly subscription? Like what? Yeah. So the businesses pay a monthly subscription, as they pay ten dollars a month um, per business, and then they pay a dollar per direct deposit, and then they pay additional fees for their forms and filing at the end of the year. Okay. So yeah. So you're keeping track of all of that for them, I mean, essentially being. A payroll company for because I know for me like I've got small agency when I hire yeah. somebody it's contract based just like what I mean I'm I'm yeah. the 
I'm your model target. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was talking to the uh, customer service team and they said, uh, we didn't see the Jason Croft show in our customer list. So I told them I'm going to work on that. <laughs> I said, this will be a sales call. There we go. There we go. By the end of this uh, interview. We'll have them signed up. It, <laughs> right. it only takes a couple seconds. You're going to see a sales pro in action right <laughs> Boom. now. Boom. <laughs> Closing. <laughs> so, so this is great because I know for me, I got, I went into that because I'm, I mean, when I think like, oh, first employee or yeah. start getting employees, you just think payroll and the headache and the extra yeah. expense and all of that. So a lot of people sort of stay in that 1099 world mm -hmm. to do that. But yet with that comes that manual tracking keep totally. up with at the end of the year. So I think that's, that's just phenomenal. So what's, what's been that journey? I guess, I guess when you, I want to step back a little yeah, bit yeah, too yeah. and, and, when it came to you and you were like, okay, this is going to be my first thing. This is what I'm going to hit. And I know it was kind of a pivot from, yeah. from something else, but what was that? Ah, this is it. Yeah. Moment. Kind of that moment. Right. Well, so we built this product. Uh, we, we, we built a brand new technology from scratch, top to bottom, kind of my goal, right. To mm -hmm. own the technology. And we put it on the market with no branding, no marketing, nothing. We just kind of launched this, this basic page and we wanted to get customers to kind of use it and give us feedback. And, Without any marketing, um, we saw an array of businesses signing up and using the service. So we saw real estate companies signing up and uh, we saw consulting companies and freelancers. And then we had a couple of on-demand, like mini Uber sign up. And then literally with zero marketing, which actually we haven't spent any money on marketing yet to this day. Uh, but out of the gate that happened, we didn't have a logo. We didn't have a brand. We really? didn't have anything. <laughs> and so we knew we had kind of found product market fit. Yeah. Just by launching the product, like it was solving a problem that people were searching for organically, which wow. we knew it, but it validated it. Right. And so oh, yeah. literally from the time we launched uh, and we started seeing customers sign up, we knew we had something. That's fantastic. Yeah. And what when did you start kind of reaching out and, and sort of talking to the market a little more? And, and, and has there been a level of, OK, where are we fitting as yeah. far as industry? Yeah. And then, features they need or anything like that yeah we immediately and so we launched version one of this product last summer uh and we spent about six months getting feedback from those current customers and then customers that we would kind of lose they would make their way to the site and maybe not sign up or maybe they would sign up and not pay anybody and so we started having those conversations which actually led to uh what we have in the market now um which is our second version in our public beta um and so we've been listening to the market since day one um, and some of the interesting things we found are, uh, we think going into finishing this year out and going into 2019, listening to the market, not only from a product perspective, but distribution. We think we found some interesting paths of how do we get in front of millions and millions of small businesses with this offer because they need it. Um, well, but if they don't know it exists, they can't. Right. And what, yeah. what are some of those? those yeah. So, so there's a couple of different things. One is how do we get in front of a lot of contractors? And two is how do we get in front of a lot of small businesses? And they kind mm -hmm. of are solved with the same problem so we're, what's what's the the benefit of getting in front of contractors well when i say getting in front of them meaning a lot of them getting paid on our platform gotcha so okay. we've signed up a few uh on-demand companies right so many ubers for this uber for that uber for x is what we call them um one locally called menu runners um oh, yeah. gas valet we've got all these different companies that are on demand something well they have a lot of contractors so where we were originally just looking at traditional small businesses we found out that we were solving a problem for these on-demand companies. And oh, yeah. so that puts us in front of a lot more contractors because they have hundreds and thousands of contractors, even though they're small companies. Right. Their model is built around that, right? Oh, 
Uh, and so developing our features and products around serving on-demand companies and um, small business software providers. So companies that already provide some type of software to small businesses around payroll, payments, uh, timekeeping. Gotcha. So they got the same client base. Bingo, right? And they want a better way to pay, manage, and support their small businesses contractors. And so we're rolling out an API to serve both of those masters, right? And so gotcha. one API helps those uh, on-demand companies and it helps the, uh, soft, the small business software providers too. So it's really cool. And again, that just gives us scalability, helps us you know, get in front of hundreds of thousands of small businesses and millions oh, yeah. of contractors versus just having to pick up one small business at a time. Oh, right. Because that could be tough. So what's that pro- process? Because I think because it's 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 a perfect strategy. Yeah. Right. And and it, I know I preach that to yeah. <laughs> everybody who will listen to is like get partner up with those folks Bingo. who have the same want that same client yeah. base. What's what's sort of step one in that? How do you start reaching out to those folks and finding them? Yeah, I think for us, so, you know, I have a heavy sales and marketing background, um, but over the last two years, we've really been focused on product, operational excellence. The first step is building something that people want. Sure. Right? Like, and I think so many people overlook that. Like, it's tough to get distribution. Uh, it's tough to have a, a, a brand and a message that sticks if you haven't built something that people want. So what we've noticed is we've just built something that people want and they need. And so all of our customers today, all of our partners have been inbound. Okay. And so, you know, what does that look like? Well, the the internet is the internet, right? It's an amazing thing for, for, for a reason. So whether it's investors, whether it's customers, whether it's partners, it's all been inbound for us. That's so um, we're learning what the conversations are and how we want to pour a little gas on that and get ready to blow it up. But today we've just tried to build something that people want, really listen to the market and and continue to build great product around that. Um, so word of mouth has been great for us today. That's, that's great. It's interesting, too, because it seems like, I mean, you had some iteration with it a little bit, but it definitely seems like it it went against the the, the lean method a little bit in terms of kind of built at first yep and then like eh, you guys want this yeah <laughs> so we pivoted though right and so mm-hmm. we were building a different payroll product for small businesses and and listening and paying attention to the customers this idea evolved okay. and we, we noticed that um some of our uh, customers and people that had signed up for our previous product they were like paying a ton of contractors or only contractors and we were uh. like this is an opportunity for us to be uniquely positioned to solve a problem that we're uniquely positioned to solve. And gotcha. that's what drove the pivot. Right. Um, you identified that problem. We like, saw that is... first, right, from gotcha. the market. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So we I'd like to say I was just a genius and had an aha moment, but that's <laughs> you not can what just happened. say that. I mean, we'll edit I edit out this other part. Yeah. Right. Craig J. Lewis is a genius, not Craig Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it's all J for genius. J for J. Yeah, however that worked, right? <laughs> Only smart people will get that one. That's right. So, so how do you pour that fuel? Like, how do yeah. you how do you start you know ramping this up? Okay. Money. So we're we're raising a capital round, and it's it's entirely built around growth. Gotcha. Um, and then we've got some pretty big partnerships that more probably to what you were speaking to, where you know I've just kind of been working and uh, starting to have some conversations with some of these bigger distribution partners. Um, but even signing those deals require capital, so we're putting the capital round together to really just kind of pour into that, pour into our content marketing and tell our product story better. 
Um, there's a lot of different ways to do that. We're going to test, do a lot of A-B testing. Uh, we think education in this space is important. People don't understand how to be in compliance. Should they no, be a 1099? Sure. Should they not be a 1099? What are the rules? What are the regs? Who's paying what? So we'll do oh, a bunch yeah. of content around that um, and uh, see where it goes. But we're really big on putting it out there and getting that feedback, right? And so for me to say, oh, well, this is how we grow the business. If you <laughs> haven't done it yet, you know, right, we're just guessing. Right, right so, absolutely. So we've done well, but the goal is how do we get to a million small businesses? How do we do tens of millions of contractors on the platform uh, and do that within the next five years? That's a lot of testing, a lot of iteration, a lot of feedback. Yeah. So what's what's that? What is that structure? Um, look like right now the company structure like what's what's the team right now yeah so we're about six people um all tech except for me (laughs) (laughs) so yeah everybody focused on product in some way we've got our cto we've got our our chief product officer we've got um two more people in product uh and then uh head of customer service we're really proud of david he he spent about six years at a company called intuit this little bitty small company (laughs) yeah uh you guys may not have heard of (laughs) you may not have heard of QuickBooks. Yeah. Uh, but he was at PayCycle for a number of years uh, into an acquired PayCycle. Gotcha. He spent six years there and then we were able to recruit him away from into it. And so he handles our customer success and compliance. So small team, um, hyper-focused on building tech to solve problems. Um, so we, when we have, you know, whether it's sales, marketing, operations, whatever it is, we, we look at how can the tech solve it. So we're not, you know, putting a lot of overhead on ourselves from a people perspective. My goal is, I think GigWage can be a billion-dollar company with less than 100 people. Wow. That's kind of the goal. Yeah. Oh, that's sharp. Yeah. yeah, and I think, I mean, you're talking about putting out you know, education content and things like that. I mean, I think there's that's just right for well, to your doing that. To your you play, know? too, that content, I think video is a big part of that strategy as well. Yeah. I think telling the stories of freelancers and the gig economy and the the challenges and successes around that show really well visually. So oh, we, yeah. we've got some ideas around that too. That's um, great. Maybe a show like uh, well, like this. You sign yeah. up for gig wage. You do the content. There you go. <laughs> See, we're See, doing deals. Work. We're doing we're deals, guys, <laughs> Straight deals. So, I like it. So, so, so what is next? What's the, I, I know it's kind of expand. Yeah. You know, trying to expand here, but what's, what is next for this? And, and, how can folks watching kind of help with this and spread the word? Absolutely. I mean, so for us, like I said, we, we're looking for as much feedback as possible. Um, we're going to pour a little bit of more, a little bit more time into the product over the next 30, 60, 90 days. And then on the other side of that, like I said, we're putting a couple million dollar round together. And that's really just about growth and expansion um, for, for people to help. I mean, it's just about, you know, going to gigways.com, signing up and paying contractors. Uh, and if someone needs to do that, letting them know, uh, that's what they should do. So we've yep. made it really simple for small businesses. It's three quick steps. You sign up, you link your bank account, and you pay somebody with an email. It's wow. like that simple, <laughs> right? Like, uh, And then moving forward, you don't have to sign up and link your bank account anymore. You just pay people, right? And uh, so whether you're on, your, you know, on the go and you know, a plumber comes by and they're fixing something or you've got a web developer guy that's doing X and then you know, this is the way to pay them. Uh, and then track them, manage them, and keeping compliance. So it's exciting, man. It's a big, massive opportunity. Uh, McKinsey did a study. By 2027, 60% of the U.S. workforce will be some type of contractor. Wow. Right? Uh, and this is the proliferation of technology and the millennial generation being the oh, largest sure. workforce, uh, largest generation in the workforce. It's just all coming together, right? People want to be micro-entrepreneurs, freelancers, and so 
I think yeah. we're getting in early on a, a, a huge opportunity. I think so too. Yeah. Because we're we're without a doubt trending that way more and more. Even large established companies are preferring to have that remote workforce. Absolutely. Have that, you know, they're open to these different ways of doing things. And then you've got your your folks who are because entrepreneurship is the thing right now oh, man, in so it's many ways. A cool thing, right? Yeah. And so so many people are doing the side hustle. Thing. Yep. So even if they've got their corporate job, Absolutely. they need they need this for for that. When they, what we're seeing on the platform, what's funny is it's not just like, you know, the delivery guys doing the side hustle or somebody at a bar, like doctors and lawyers are they have a side hustle. They have an idea, really? they have a business, they have you know, and so it, it's uh it's the real deal. Like, I mean, it's kind of the way of the future. And I think, you know, we call it the future of work. Um, I think ultimately, uh, either you get on board with it or you don't. And like you said, these larger organizations are starting to accommodate remote work, oh, freelance yeah. work. And, and preferring it in a lot, bingo, of, a lot of ways. Right? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that's really sharp. And doing it here in Dallas. I, you know, and that's very intentional <laughs> as well. Uh, I love Dallas. I think we have all the ingredients to build not only a great startup ecosystem, but several multi-billion dollar startups that start here and stay here. Yep. We've got capital resources. We've got the talent. Um, we've got the entrepreneurial spirit. Like Dallas is built on that, right? Oh, yeah. I talk about it all the time. Um, you know, I spend all the time in San Francisco, Silicon Valley, et cetera. But, you know, the wealth creation we're seeing out there in the Bay is, is the biggest wealth creation we've seen since 1930. And that was the East Texas oil boom. And that uh, East Texas oil boom money is here now, right? And so I think there's a lot of education going around about, hey, what do we do with the telecom money, the oil money, the real estate money we have here? How do we start to redirect it to this new wealth creation of technology? And it's, you know, it's penetrating all those industries. So they're seeing it already, right? And so right. a lot of the money here, the family offices are starting to say, well, wait a minute, something going on with this tech thing, right? Right. So Dallas is it's, a great place to yeah, be Yeah, it's taking just a little bit longer sort of like see that trickle through yep, and stuff but, but it's, it's happening absolutely yeah so we we keep getting wins i think you know uh, wins forget wins oh, so yeah <laughs> it'll keep happening that's awesome so how do people follow along what's the best way yeah i mean you know you at, at gig wage everywhere okay. um that's that's obviously one and then craig is uh i'm twitter is at craig jamal lewis and then everywhere <laughs> is at craig j lewis nice um and so yeah track this guy down I'll let me, me pay your contractors. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Thanks so much for being on it. Oh, man, I appreciate you having me, it's brother. It's a blast. Indeed. Make sure you follow Craig and GigWage all over the internet. Uh, sign up on GigWage and uh, just check them out. Uh, it's it's an amazing platform and so easy to use. And I know I'll be, I'll be signing up today. He got me. Got me signed up. So uh, <laughs> I'm excited for it. And, you know, just like we, we touched on here when we, we talked about that, that content in all seriousness, that that play to go and find those strategic partners out there. I think it's just so valuable and so smart to go and do. Find those people who have your audience already, right? Um, and in all seriousness, you know, doing a show like this one, um, some version of this, do a radio show, do a video interview series, interview your best clients, interview your prospects, interview uh, folks who are who are we're just big fans of yours, turn that that content into just a phenomenal marketing tool. If you need help doing that, give me a shout. Um, I'm at croftmediaco.com and uh, be happy to work with you and, and have a phone call and get all that sorted out. So if you like interviews like this, 
make sure you subscribe here on YouTube. And if you're listening right now, subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Helps us get found everywhere. And we'll see you on the next one. It's Saturday night. Saturday night and I'm feeling kind of silly When the coat on cause the air was chilly But I'ma make my way out to the record spot Gotta find some new breaks for the beats to rock I gotta come with the flavor like some lifesavers On now and later's Dr. Beatmaker If I'm a player it's like you take deck And if you miss the gig then take a rain check Stacks of wax piled high to the ceiling Need a U-Haul truck if I would think about stealing But it's not my speed so I commence with the digging No kidding, something that'll keep the beats hitting What I'm getting, so much to choose from, bro.